we're sitting here with my man Zell Hef. Uh, we're going to hear his perspective as far as his career, his music, where he wants to go, his goals, his aspirations. And we're not going to waste any more of your time because we know you've been waiting for it. So let's go ahead and jump into it, Mr. Zell Hef. How, how old are you now? I'm 25. I'm 25. Uh, how long have you been at your craft so far? I've been doing music like I started. I, I learned how to monetize my music and like at like two in 2014. That's uh, I took a semester at a TCC and the whole semester I was just learning how to do everything really on the business side by myself. So really, um, taking it serious since like 2014. But I always been doing music since like 2011, 12, just dropping bodies of work. But other than that, really knowing knowing what I'm doing and really having a focus for it since like 2014. I'm glad to hear that you say that, you know, that you've invested in your in yourself, which I really always encourage artists to do that. You know, um, you know, even like if you're coming from the music side or uh, we don't always have that that business training. So it's great that you've done that on the guy to give your, your career, you know, a direction to go in. So that's a, I'm always glad to hear that. Um, when is the earliest moment that you knew, you know, like music is what I want to do as far as making a living? Um, that's always been a goal, but it was like, at first I was just dropping like, cause like when I'm in the studio, I just want to work, 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 work. Like that's it. So I had so much music. I was just dropping and dropping and dropping, but it's like people like you need to get your stuff on iTunes. You need to get it on this platform. But me not at the time, just moving and, and also being younger, not sitting down and, and really like, okay, how do I, how do I do this? Instead of just saying, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So like, once I realized, like, dang, I can really make a living, not only a living, but more of my gifts. So I just started investing in myself more. And it, it really, I say, around 2014 as well, just knowing and, and learning everything that I had to do so that I can make a living and make more and make enough for me to be comfortable and take care of my family. So. And and then that's that's definitely part of being a man. So I'm I'm definitely got my boy say trying to take care of his family. I feel that one hundred percent, man. So uh, how much time do you say you dedicate to your craft? Like how, uh, for example, if you write, how often do you write? Is it like you set aside time to write, or is it you know whenever you get the urge, you know I got to hit the studio right now, or, or how would you say you know you you find time to to actually do your craft? Um, every day I I try to. Like, I always have stuff either written down or beats I listen to. Like, okay, I, I got a hook for this. I know I just need to put verses on it. Like, that's every day. Like, every day I'm going over something I done wrote, whether it's months ago, you know, I, or I have old beats from years ago. Like, okay, I'm going to put something on it now. So I really say, man, like, just really in downtime, I'll never try to have, like, downtime where I'm not doing nothing. If if I'm chilling somewhere, I'm going I'm to look up some beats or see what producers I want to work with. You know, just always staying like feeling like I'm, I'm always doing music like that's That's what I love. That's what I want to do. So anytime that I have free, man, I'm, I'm using it, investing in that. I understand. I said you could definitely hear that in your music, boss, man. It sounds like, you know, you definitely committed. Uh, so what I know, apart from uh, apart from, you know, you always have that love of music. Uh, you know, sometimes we get up in the morning and. You know, we just don't feel like, you know, like for whatever reason, either you didn't sleep good or today's just not today. What in those times gives you the motivation and inspiration that, that puts it back in perspective for you? Like, you know what? Let's shake that off. It's business time. What is your motivation, your inspiration? Um, my motivation is just everything around me. Um, my family, 
the current position I'm in, like knowing, okay, this is not where I want to be forever. Knowing what I have to do to get out this situation and just knowing like it's bigger than me. And God gave me this gift. It's my purpose to like help people, you know, who lost, who don't know, you know, who trying to do the same thing I'm trying to do, my people, my partners, and just really like take care of not my family just in my house, but my family in my bloodline and make sure everybody be straight from years from now and make sure we good, period. Sounds like you sounds like you definitely have vision, my man, and that's what it takes to make it here. Okay, so uh let's let's go uh, back to the beginning of your career, uh based on your experiences now. Uh do you remember when you first uh had a live performance or have you done live performances? Um yeah, I did when I was in high school, I think that was like my first time performing. I performed with um I, f- I forgot the group. I forgot the group now, but they um they're from St. Petersburg too, St. Pete. But um, yeah, I think I was like sixteen, but they thought I was they thought I was older because I was so tall. They thought I was older, so they let me get in the club. But other than that, they was they was gonna trip on everybody else. They was tripping on people who was younger trying to get in. But I think that was that was like my first show at like sixteen. So he, so he got to get in the club through the dough, man. That's what's up. What's up? All right. So, um, let's think about again that first performance. Uh, do you remember how you felt before? How you felt af- after? And how you felt during the performance? Could you break those down for us? Um, before I'm like, I don't. Before I wasn't. I don't know. I wasn't nervous. It was just like, dang, what, what, what should I expect? Like me already thinking like. How this gonna go? Or trying to predict the situation. That's that's how I, that's how I usually well it was before. But um, that yeah, that's that's probably how I felt before and during. It was just like I'm already in the situation. Just turn up, you know what I'm saying? Make these people remember me. Everybody who in here, I want them to remember me. And then afterwards, it was just like, oh, that's all I gotta do. All right, you know, when the next one. And then that's when I really start um trying to see how I can get on different shows and even bigger shows in the area. I got you. I got you. Yeah, I definitely see that you, you've got a look, you've got a following. So that lets me know that you know, what I'm saying that you're definitely out in the community. You know, people definitely know your name. So, uh, did did everything go as expected at, on that first performance? Uh, was there any surprises or, like you said, was it you know when you got there? You know, I know you said you weren't nervous, but were you just incredibly surprised at how smooth things went, or how, you know what was that genuine emotion? Yeah, yeah, it was. It it was like. Like you said, how, basically how smooth everything went. Like you always try to put so much pressure in your head, and then you you do it or just do anything. You be like, oh okay, that that wasn't that bad, man. I I overthought that, you know. So that's 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 really what it was. And then just seeing like people reactions, like as you know, you anytime you do something, like you create something, you want to see how people are gonna react to it. And me, you know, I'm always paying attention to the people, so it's like. Okay, I see. I see they vibing with me, and then the whole the whole time I was performing, I was just you know seeing people vibe with me. So that just made me turn up even more. I can definitely understand that, man. So everyone aspires to be the greatest uh, of all time at their craft. Uh, who are who are some people that you believe influence your style of delivery? Break. Um, most definitely, Lil Wayne. Like that's that's the top top inspiration. Lil Wayne, like my top three, I say Lil Wayne, Drake, like Future, Kevin Gates, like well that's four, but still yeah, like though that that's the main people I really like. Watch what they're doing, not not so much listen to 
everything that they drop because you know you listen to people so much and then you be like okay i can you know and then you start sounding like them but if you just take something that they not capitalizing on and you capitalize on it then it's like okay you're gonna make yourself better and end up creating something that the people may love so but at the, the most i say Lil Wayne, even even aside from the music just his work that work ethic too I can understand that, and you know, what I'm saying that's not a bad, that's not a bad uh, person to, to follow as, especially considering you know Weezy's done some incredible things throughout his career. If you just look from just just from Hot Boys to to now, I mean, where he's at, it's just amazing to have a legacy. Even similar to that dude would be would be amazing for anyone. So if you can do a collab with any artist, dead or alive, combination of the two, money's not a problem. The label's got it. You know, what I'm saying, who would you have on the track? Oh. See, I want to say, you said Dead or Alive, I want to say Michael Jackson. Like, you got to get a props to the GOAT. But I have to go with Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, yeah. Hey, man, it could be, you know what I'm saying, a combination of the two. So, you know what I'm saying, if you want Wayne on there and Michael Jackson, I'm and, and, and Zell, man, I'm, man, shoot, I almost want to hear that track, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that sounds like it's going to be something crazy. So, I mean, um, is there a major label that... uh? You know, saying if money's right, because I know, like right now, uh, independent independent artist seems to be, you know, the the trend, and, and I definitely understand it. Um, is there a major label or or even a, a, a artist made label that you would like to hear from or sign to if the if the if the money is right? Um, the, I told myself the only the only artist I sign to is Lil Wayne, but it it depends on what the deal is, because like I know sometimes it'd be like Universal, them Young Money, then you get paid. See, I don't want a lot of people in my money, so. It depends on how we can negotiate that deal, but it'll it'll definitely be Wayne. And then another uh, another one, I I probably sign. No, nah, that's it. No, nah, that's it. Cause I ain't I ain't even think about nobody else. So that that'll probably be the only dude I really uh, consider signing to. Man, I I kind of already feel like I know the answer to this next question, but I always ask because we like to get an introspective look as far as you know what's in the mind of the artist. Let's say you wake up tomorrow. The phone rings. It's the best call of your career. Tell me who's on it and how that conversation goes. Oh, man. Um, of course, it'll be a call from the GOAT, you know, Tunchi. Uh He came across my music on one of the streaming platforms, probably Tidal. I know he, he rocked with Tidal. And um, they about to fly me out to Miami. I think he got a place in Miami. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, he, he took my information, and uh, I'm on the way to the airport now. Hey, man, much love to that, especially the 305, man. You know that video shoot going to be crazy, and that music going to be crazy here. So, okay, so at this point, you know, as, as an established artist, are you open to doing features or collabs with upcoming artists or artists who are just getting into the game? And if so, in order for you to take them serious, and know they're not wasting your time, what is it that they have to have to get in contact with you already in their hand? Yeah, I'm down to do features with anybody. I work with pretty much anybody, any genre. Like, I don't try to keep myself boxed in. So I'm always open on that. And I say, like, you just, I, I have to know you serious. Like, I can always tell when it's just somebody, like, recording and they just, oh, I like music, I just want to record. But if you're really trying to do it and really trying to take it serious, then it's just, I don't know. I, I pay attention to people. So I I, I know if they serious or not or like you can just tell by how, how they're taking their crap, you know, if they have music on different platforms or or however they moving with their music or if they just recording and recording, you can you can tell like being an artist. Well I know I can. 
I completely understand what you're saying, man. And that's why we asked that question, you know, uh, to, to people who haven't necessarily uh, established themselves, um, you know, it's, there's a there's a certain professionalism about what you do and and who you associate with, and then we and you know real not gonna say real because I don't believe in unreal or real artists. I just want to say people that uh, people that take their craft seriously. You know, they've been through some things, so they can immediately see when you know somebody's is 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 not you know ready for for maybe going to that next level. So there's no disrespect, and that's why we always ask. You know, if you're serious, you know what I'm saying. What do you need to have? And definitely to approach these artists. So, oh, uh, now let's let's get to know. Uh, have on a, on a, on a uh, on a personal note here, uh, about, like as far from the artist, what's the craziest thing? You know, say for again, say for radio. You know, what I'm saying I don't want you to get no charges tonight. <laughs> what is the craziest thing you've ever done, and would you do it again? Oh, uh, <laughs> say no charges. Um, the craziest thing. I got I got pulled over with my homie and um we had smoked in the car before. You know, we driving on the beach, we about to go to a party. Well we actually had to make a stop and then go to this party. Um yeah, but so they, they said that that we didn't use a blank or whatever. And um he switched lanes, so they pulled us over, said the car smelled like we they got out searched it, you know. I, I put the um the whole onion in my sock, you know, they take take off your shoes. They had us do all that. They said, I don't need to lift up. I don't need you to lift up your pants, do I? So I'm like, nah, you know. So we go back. They, they um, like one officer pull us to the back of the car, the other dude searching it. He like, come on, man, I know it's some more. And I'm like, man, it's, it's probably a little bit under the seat. So I was going to try to take this um, outside of my sock and and just be like yeah this mine will do because they were searching and they couldn't find it but i'm like man hell no nah. then he came on the side <laughs> where i was and he was like man you bullshit and go back stand back over there with them so my partner um draco draco jones he do music too he uh he talking to the other cops so you know while they talking and the other dude searching the car pull it out my sock uh try to throw it and it, it was so many sacks like you heard it like hit the ground like black, black. And I'm like, damn, okay, I'm straight. He ain't moved. And like two seconds later, the the officer who was talking to my homeboy turned around. He was like, why the fuck did you do that? Why the fuck did you do that? So I'm like, fuck. You know what I'm saying? I'm high too. So I'm, um, yeah, he like, why the fuck did you do that? So I'm like, do what? And he shined the light. First, he ain't see it. Then he saw it. And then he called the other cop over there. My, my dog Draco was like, oh, fuck. And um, the other cop came. He was like, come on, man. He was like, you could have just told us all this stuff. They said they was going to call the dog. I'm like, well, shit, that's all I had. And then um, they were shining a light on it. But before I said that was all I had, um, they was like, I was like, why? Um, no, they, the other officer asked me, why did I throw it? And I was like, that's not mine. And then they started laughing and stuff. And then I started laughing. I'm like, oh, shit, you know, they cool about it. Thinking they about to let me go. The other dude, I'm pulled out of the taser, man. He like, don't move. Don't move while the other officer uh, searching the bushes. So I just got some white, white and gray vans, man. Them bitches, them niggas, the niggas stepped on my shoe. So I'm moving it. He moving the taser. Like, you move again, I'll tase your ass and all that shit. They put me in handcuffs. Dude, the, um, the officer who was trying to tase me, he like, uh, your ass looking at five years, all this stuff. Just telling me how much time I'm going to get. And, um. I got in the car with the deputy. Deputy, uh, I, don't know, I ain't gonna say his name, but yeah, we was just talking. You know, I told him I'm like, man, I'm about to go to college, all this stuff. He was just asking me why I did it, and 
you know, y'all y'all shouldn't smoke in the car if y'all gonna be riding around and all this stuff. He was cool though. He let me out. He gave me a ticket, five hundred dollars. I'd rather pay that. Everything worked out how it was supposed to. Thank God. Uh, the, I mean, that was definitely a crazy story, man. But the only thing I'm concerned about is, would you do it again? Mm, nah, <laughs> nah. I'm a, I'm a more smarter now. All right. So so let's say you're on a plane, right? And and let's say you get a call. You know, Zell uh, is wanted in, in Australia to do a show. You know what I'm saying? But unfortunately, the only plane that we have doesn't have internet. But you could bring some, bring five movies you're going to take with you to make sure you're not bored on this plane. Break. Um, five movies. Okay, I got to say one, Bad Boys 2. Second movie. Dang, I don't know, man. I ain't a big, I ain't a big movie dude. Um, second movie. I'm going to say Paid in Full. Third movie. Um, Juice. Yeah, I like I like Juice. Um, fourth movie probably the Bob Bob Marley documentary if that count. And then the fifth movie probably be Hitch. Keep me calm. Hey man, that's very diverse uh, playlist. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. All right. So, uh, what's something you can't go a day without doing? Um, besides praying, I gotta pray every day. That's one thing I can't do. Um, going over like my music. You know, like the stuff I, I have written, either listening to old tracks, like seeing what I could have done different or planning out a new project. I, I can't go a day without doing that. That speaks to my heart, man. What's your biggest pet peeve? Like, what's what's one of the things, like, even if, you know, your mom does it, you know, we love mom dearly, but even if your mom does it, it's just a technical foul. You know, it's got, you know, it's going to burn your blood the same way as if a stranger did it. Oh, the one thing I hate is when people pinch me, like, if somebody just woke up and pinched me behind my arm or pinched me, period, or just playing and pinched me like that, just send me zero to 100, whether mama do it, daddy do it, a baby do it, anybody. I could tell I could tell you was 100% about that answer. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, man. Hey, what was what is the greatest struggle you think you've had to overcome at this point in your life? Having ideas and not acting on them or not believing in, I guess, the me expecting the outcome and, and like, man... I don't know if I'm going to get that outcome and either procrastinating or not acting on it. But, yeah, now it's just like you just got to if you got the idea, you got it for a reason. So that that's the biggest thing my, myself and just acting on my ideas and acting on anything that come to my mind. What's one thing that bothers you most about the world today? Well, apart from coronavirus, obviously, that's uh, bothering a lot of people. But what's one thing, you know, if you could change it? Um, what would be that 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 you know that change that you would make? Well, shit, nah. This, with this corona, you know, like you said, I know you said besides that, but yeah, but um, besides that, I say the greed, because it's like everybody, everybody greedy in some way, and even the ones who get it and who up there, like all the elites, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they like greedy to another level. But it's like if if somebody see you doing good or see you really get into a bag or something, they're gonna have something negative to say before they have something positive to say or something bad happened to you, they're going to be happy because now, you know what I'm saying, you're either in the same situation as them or doing worse. So it's the greed, because greed will cause people to turn on their family and everything like that. So that would be the, the thing that I, I want to take out if I could. And that's deep. That's deep, man. I know a lot of people are going to feel that for sure. Yeah, man, that cat crab in the barrel mentality, man. We've got to definitely, we definitely got to do do away with it. Uh, a couple of questions here left. We're gonna get through these here. Uh, what's one food could be a dish that you could not live without? Like I know, right? Uh, like 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 let's say there was a famine. 
um, you've got you you know you it has to be one dish. You're gonna you're gonna have to eat it from here on out. So so what's that? What's those? What's that one dish? That one food that you know that you can you can make the sacrifice. You know you'll you'll readily eat that every day. Oh, uh, shrimp and chicken pasta, shrimp and chicken Alfredo pasta. Every day I eat it. Every day, every day. Hey man. Hey. <laughs> Man, you're making me hungry. All right, so all right. So, what are your own personal goals in the next five years? What do you hope to accomplish to say that you you know you crossed off in the next five years? Um, I want I want to really get into the business the business side more of the music industry so that I can like I want to I want to study it. and I know that's gonna take time but that's a part of my plan like studying the game more way more than I ever have but really just. Um, getting my music out to more people, touching touching new people, reaching a different um, fan base, you know, doing different types of music, um, putting people on around me, definitely changing my life, you know, and everybody around me, and really becoming a full-time musician in the next five years, because it's possible. Dude, you sound like a very, very humble dude, man. Definitely, definitely keep that about yourself. Like I said, I can already tell you're going far. It's just in your demeanor, boss man. You got you got the career, you got the career mindset. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, like I said, we've got a couple questions. If if your life was a movie or a book, what would the title be to it? Um, dang, that's a good question. It'll I'll probably it'll probably be dang, that's a good question. Title or movie? I don't know the title. It'll probably just have a picture on it, and then people make up whatever title they want for it. It'll just have a picture on it and it'll be, yeah, it'll be a movie and a book. That's deep. That's deep. Sounds like somebody's got a project for sure, man. Okay. If in the future we ask to interview you again, would you be willing to come back on the show? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Anytime. Anytime, man. I'm going to keep y'all updated on all my projects, everything I got going on, any events y'all have going on, you know, whether I'm there or not, just let me know. I'm, I'm, I'm supporting 100. I'm supporting the movement. Hey, baby, and you, and you hit it on a key point, man. We're the same exact way. You definitely let us know when those shows are coming up those and, and those performances because we will definitely spread the word. We're, we are about support here. Support goes both ways as far as, but we want to make sure that your name is out there. That's why we do this, man. So um, we definitely appreciate you sitting down with us. I'll have, a, you know, my last question is always our most famous question. Uh, do you know, I mean, do you want to go ahead and introduce the track that you're going to be leaving with our our fans to to hear, as well as what your inspiration was behind it. Um yeah, hey man, I'm Zell Half the Indie Goat. Just for everyone who didn't hear or didn't know, again I'm Zell Half the Indie Goat. I'm gonna leave my my uh, how can I put this? One of my most favorite tracks, Drug Abuse. Um, creating this man, I was just in a in a real creative. Well, my inspiration for it was just life at the time. Um, my, my homie, my brother, CMA Deuce, he made the beat right in the front room. And then the next day we went to the studio and it was just being being down at a time when you have everybody around you and, you know, you're trying to find out what you can do to cope with everything going on, you know, and everybody has their own way of coping with things in different ways, especially depending on where you're from. So, yeah, I hope y'all like it. Drug abuse, Zell Health.
Was uh, we definitely, man, again, appreciate your time with us today. Uh, you know, I said last question, you know, I hate to make myself a liar, but I got one last question. If, if, you know, these the listeners, how can they follow Zell Health? How can they get their music? Are you streaming on all platforms? I know you said title. Uh, what, what, what platforms do, what, what do we need to put in the box to make sure that we've got you, you know, playing on the radio in the car and in the house? What is it that we need to know so we can, we can connect with you? Um, yeah, you can, um, you can follow me. Um, on Instagram at Zell, Z-E-L-L underscore the number one and Twitter at Zell, Z-E-L-L underscore the number one. All my music is streaming on every major platform. Like anywhere you can find music, you can, you can find Zell, you know, YouTube, all that. I have videos up. So, and projects on that piff, all the mixtape websites. So yeah, you can find me anywhere. You can also Google me too. I'll pop up. All right, guys. Again, we've been here with Zell Hef. We're going to go ahead and leave you with the track Drug Abuse. Stay tuned because it's coming at you. And then right after you finish, you need to go ahead and add it to your library. Get on Spotify, get on YouTube, get on Apple Music, whatever it is that that makes your day jam. Make sure that you've got this brother playing. Thanks again, Zell, man. Take care. All right, man. Appreciate you for having me, man. Like I said, anytime, man, let me know. I'm always supporting the movement. Shout out to everybody who's listening, who's supporting. Again, you can follow me at Zell, Z-E-L-L underscore the number one on Instagram and Twitter and stream all my music on every major streaming platform. Thank y'all. God bless. Hey, Corey, pull me up, 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 pull me up. They one only my circle. Transform my sprite to perp. Pull up, yeah, they might serve. Finesse if they don't know you. Take your work and employ you. Came up from the bottom of the soil du- Double cup full of oil can't, can't, can't trust these hoes, they ain't loyal Came up off Pro Tools Phone rang out the hook when the money moved Too many bitches in the suite, need another room They like, Zell, when you drop, it's coming soon Going hard, no breaks now Yeah, I'm at they neck till it break now Kill the beat to the breakdown Take a break now Back, back to the money, it's calling, I'm coming Monday through Sunday Came from the bottom and made it to something It's nothing Yeah, nigga, we got it, but please do not test me Don't make no assumptions Turn up in the club, yeah, we got that bitch jumping You talking about BQ, we pull up and dumping What are you gonna do? Stressed out, so confused Smoking to ease the pain Hoping it fade away They ask what I'm gonna do I'm just so confused Trying to ease the pain Abusing the drugs I use Drug abuse, I the drugs I use, grab that sprite and pull a deuce. I'm a zombie, I can't move. I can't feel my face, I'm blue. I'm so high up on the moon, it feel like I'm on the shoe. I'm so high, I can't see you. I can't see you. That money I'm chasing, I'm running. That money be calling, I'm coming. Getting that stat, then I'm dumping. Ran through this money, I blew it. Got them looking hundreds. I see all them hundreds that blue ink all on my fingers. Sipping this link, got me paranoid, I'm in danger. Stressed out, so confused Smoking to ease the pain Hoping it fade away They ask what I'm gonna do I'm just so confused Trying to ease the pain Abusing the drugs I use Drug abuse, I abuse the drugs I use Grab that Sprite and pull a juice I'm a zombie, I can't move I can't feel my face, I'm blue I'm so high up on the moon It feel like I'm on the shoe I'm so high, I can't see you Can't see you, can't see you, can't see you, can't see you.